Welcome to Preston Super Show. We are live breaking down UFC on ESPN 15. It's the 15th one on ESPN for the UFC here. Uh, this is actually turning into a Frankenstein card, and let me tell you why. There's been three fights on this card that have been scratched. Uh, start with Timmer Valley. Uh, well, not Timmer Valley. We're going to start with that fight first. But the three fights that got scratched, uh, Takashi Soto in his match against uh, Daniel Rodriguez, Kalen Bourne didn't attend the weigh-ins. Uh, we don't know why. So his bout, uh, his bout against Dwight Grant was scratched. Uh, the promotion uh, has announced the welterweights Rodriguez and Grant will be paired up to keep them on the card. So Rodriguez versus Grant is a fight that's made now. Um, so keep that in mind. Uh, not Grant versus Bourne. Um, it, it's, you know, breaking news. Ovin St. Peru has tested positive for COVID-19. And this was a this was actually the fight I was really looking to see because I feel like this is like a a real turning point in St. Peru's career in this uh Alonzo Minenfield. This dude can fight. This dude can straight up fight. So this uh isn't gonna be happening. This fight's called off. So I'm very disappointed with that. Um and I hope that over in St. Peru is alright. So the first fight, Trevin Jones versus Timur Valley. Uh, Timur Valiv is a minus 525 favorite. Trevin Jones is plus 375 dog. He's a huge dog in this. Um, people know me as the 3-1 to one king. And I'm going to give you this today. I'm going to tell you, Trevin Jones should beat Timur Valiv. He should beat him. He should definitely beat this guy. And I've watched... Both these guys fight before. I think Valiev is good. I think Trevin Jones is good. Uh, fighting at featherweight. This this is going to be a fast, real fast-paced, flying type of fight. These guys are going to be all over the place. But this Trevin Jones is really being slept on. Again, I'm I'm, I'm known as a 3-1 king, baby. So let's go. It's Preston Super Show. So... I'm telling you right now, don't overlook this fight. Trevin Jones is looking to make a statement. And Tamir Valiev is on a win streak. People know he's good. He's got a, a, a good record at 16-2. and two. And Trevin Jones has an all right record at 12-6. and six. He's won majority of his fights. And he's won majority of them. Uh, it's kind of split because he's won two fights by KO, TKO, four by submission, and six by decision. So he's, he he has experience with going the distance. He has experience with finishing uh, his opponent. Um, and all six of his losses, uh, five by way of decision, one by submission, uh, which was, I want to say, very early in his career, back in 2013 against Alvin Sad. Uh, Cac-Dak. That's his, it was in PXC was the fight league. So don't sleep on Trevin Jones on two fight one streak. He had two losses before that. Both were losses by split decision. Split, not unanimous. He lost by split decision. He lost in a three round fight. He lost in a five round fight. 
by split decision. And then before that, he was on a four fight win streak and he was doing very well in two of those fights came uh he, he came out by winning by uh, TKO and KO. Uh, I like Valiev. He's 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 got a bright future. Both these guys are only 30 years old. That's, you know, for fighting that's actually young. So I'd say this is going to be a really good fight to set the tone of the card and it kind of will if this if this fight goes good, it'll take everybody's mind off this being a Frankenstein card because right now it's shaping up to be a Frankenstein card. The next fight is Matt Simusberger versus Carlton Minus. Both these guys made weight. Should be no issue here. It's a welterweight fight. Uh, Minus hasn't fought in 18 months. Uh, then he fights in February. Beats Sean Ellis. Um, he's he's looking good. Simusberger's coming in here on a three-fight win streak. And he got a first-round stoppage over Richard Patishnok. This is the best run of his 27-year-old career. And I'm telling you right now, looking at his record here, I mean, this this fight's a pick 'em. This fight's a pick 'em. But I, I'm telling you, I'm going to give you who I think is going to win every fight. So in this bout, when I kind of go into the little bit of details, there's something I really like to look at. I like to look where where do these guys train at? What condition, what environment do these guys train in? Are they in California on the beach? Are they in Colorado in the, in the higher altitude like Elevation Gym? I like to look at what association they have. And I'm looking at Carlton Minus. I like Carlton Minus to win this fight. The reason I like him to win this fight is because he's not only is he 10-1, and one, but the majority of his wins, six of them, so 60% of his wins have come by KO slash TKO. I see this fight being a stand-up fight. Now, Matt Semmelsberger shouldn't be slept on. Okay, I, You know, hey, if I'm wrong, I, I'll live with that. He's been knocking guys out. He's been knocked out. He's been submitted. Um, I mean, I, I see that he's going to go for the kill, so to speak. He He's association that says here is Clinch Academy and Crazy 8-8 MMA. So those are good associations. I know those. But my – so now I'm looking at both of them. Carlton Minus fighting out of Avalanche in Alaska – you know, fighting out of Alaska – Compared to fighting out of Maryland, I'm looking for conditioning in a fight. I like I like I like putting the money on the more conditioned fighter. I'm gonna go with Carlton Minus. I think he's gonna be more conditioned for this fight. I think he's ready to go the distance if it has to go there. And I, I don't think he's trying to fight to the distance. I think he's trying to finish this fight tonight. So I like Carlton Minus in that matchup. It's it's gonna be a good one. I mean, the this card is is a very slept on card. It's unfortunate some of these fights aren't going through like they should. Um, but you know, it, sometimes that's just that's just the name of the fight game, man. Ike Villanueva versus Jordan Wright. Remember, Ike Villanueva got scratched uh, last week, and he was in a pick'em fight last week. Basically, this week he's the minus one ten um, dog actually, 
and minus tw- minus one twenty favorite Jordan Wright. So it's it's close to a pick 'em. People are are high on Jordan Wright. I've seen a lot of things on on Twitter about him actually. That uh, it's starting to you know he's starting to circulate a little bit on there, which is great for fighters. You know they need the exposure. Um, but I just like I- Isaac Villanueva. I like him. Hurricane Ike, man. You know he's thirty six years old. He's a big guy, man. Six foot three, two hundred five. Fights a lot heavyweight, and he's got the experience. Twenty seven professional fights. He come. He's coming off a loss to Chase Sherman, but Chase Sherman is, is is no slouch by any means. Chase Sherman is a freaking beast. And before that, he had he was on a four fight win streak, knocked out every one of those guys in the first round. So don't sleep on Isaac Villanueva tonight. Um, Jordan Wright. 28 years old, six foot one, fighting out of Jackson Week MMA. Great, great association. Such a great association. And he's been on fire. But I'm I'm also looking at the level of competition. What is the level of competition you're fighting at? And this fight, I feel like the muscle, the size is gonna be with Isaac Villanueva. He's a little bit taller, got a little bit more mass. Probably going to be stronger when it comes to the clinch. When they get tied up, he probably will win the exchanges. Um, I like Ike Villanueva to win this. That's where I would put my money. Next fight, Austin Hubbard versus Joe Selecki. Great fight. Austin Hubbard I really like. I've been following him for a long time. I've been following Austin uh, Hubbard since he was an amateur. And I really, really like this kid. And he's he's making a name for himself. Uh, I'm looking for him to have great condition. He's fighting out of Elevation. One of my favorite associations, Elevation. He's going to have great conditioning fighting up there in the mountains. He's he's had some really good opponents in Marco Madsen, uh, Davey Ramos. Um, and he lost to them by decision. He won his last fight. Uh, where he actually made the guy tap out and retire. Austin Hubbard won his last fight. He made the guy tap out and retire. The guy retired. TKO retirement against Mac, Max Ros- Roscoff. And Max was actually doing fairly well in that fight. So that should tell you what you need to know about Austin Hubbard. He's a beast. You're going to see a beastly kid come in there, 28 years old, 5'10", 155 pounds, He's coming in there ready to roll. Ready to roll, son. He weighed at 156. Joe Selecki at 155 and a half. So Austin Hubbard, I, I, I'm looking for him to win tonight. You know, the, he just fought in June. So not too long ago, he's fresh. And he's coming off that win where it didn't even have to go the distance. But let's let's look at Joe Selecki for the people out there that like Joe Selecki and maybe want to wager on him. He's 26 years old, five foot nine, uh, fighting out of Port City Sports Performance Gym. Uh, you know he fights at lightweight, and he's he's got a real test on his hands tonight uh, because Austin Hubbard is definitely trying to to make statements. He's trying to make statements in this UFC. It's it's. You can go so much farther in the UFC, I feel like, now if you finish fights and you're known as a finisher. And I think that's what Austin Hubbard really is trying to strive for. Um, 
I look at, you know, Joe Selecki. He's had uh, some good performances in the past where he submitted guys, uh, technical submission against James Wallace, uh, James Wallace on the Contender Series. He's done very, you know, good work, and he has a very impressive resume. He's He's got 9-2 re- professional record. Austin Hubbard has a 12-4 professional record. I just like Austin Hubbard tonight. I, I think people are fading Hubbard um, because they think this might turn into a stand-up and Joe might have better stand-up here, or if it goes to the ground... Um, for some reason, Joe's going to be able to submit him, but Joe's a smaller fighter size wise. So I, I don't know. It's going to be harder to get the lankier fighter out of there. Um, I, I like Austin Hubbard tonight. I feel like that would be where I want to be, uh, as far as betting goes in that fight. Then we got Amanda Lemos versus Mizuki and L and, uh, Amanda Lemos coming in at the plus one Oh five dog. And Mizuki and O coming in at minus 135 favorite. I don't think you want to go too much against what uh, what Vegas is doing here with the book. I don't think you want to go too much against that. I really don't. Don't really think you want to get uh, too far into that. Because sometimes when you're going against the book too much, it, you end up falling in a, a trap. Um, Amanda Lemos, very good, very talented, um, up and comer. Uh, she's only 30, she's 33, but she's still to me an up and comer because she's only got eight fights on her resume. She's a Brazilian. I'd never met, I'd never seen a Brazilian that wasn't a good fighter (laughs) in the UFC. I've never seen a Brazilian that wasn't a good fighter. So that says a lot. And then, uh, Japan is where Mizuki's fighting out of. She's 26. She's five foot four. You know, she's a straw weight. She's got 14 wins, five losses. She's uh, she's fearless in there. 14 and five record compared to seven, one and one draw record for Lamos. I think the record isn't much of a factor here. You're looking for in in women's fights specifically. I majority of the time when I watch they go the distance now there's occasionally they don't you know you might see a crazy knee bar you might see a, a knee to the face that someone gets put out with or a couple hammer fists put somebody out but usually they go the distance and that's because these women are very tough they have good training their skill set is large 